Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best-kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Well, hello there, my friends. What's going on? We are here for another week to chat some football. This is Bolt Brady and his bro. It's the best place for your sports gambling information. Let's chat with our guy, our head handicapper, Bolt. What's happening? We almost got to back up the Brinks, the Brinks truck, but uh, Kyler got hurt. Yes. Kind of ruined us going undefeated last week. The air went out real quick there. Did you see uh, a couple like BetMGM and DraftKings? They put out the, the tweet immediately for refunds if they were prop bets. Oh, really? It was like any of you that have a, a straight prop bet or anything just involving Kyler Murray, we will give you... Um, you know, equivalent of store credit, not not your cash back, but something for a future bet. Oh uh, yeah, that I mean that sucks for for everyone that might not know. Kyler was the second play of the game, just rolls out of the pocket, no one's around. I think he's about to slide, and his knee just goes from out underneath him. Yeah, they haven't said yet. But I mean, it looks like ACL. So people are always talking about the turf, you know, and astroturf, and how they don't like it in the ACL. I actually saw an interesting stat that there's like. 32 torn ACLs this year, half on grass, half on turf. Yeah, and Arizona is on grass, even though it's indoor. Oh, that, okay. That thing's like a tray that they they can roll it out and let the sunlight hit it, and they, they take care of it, And the, but that's natural grass. Oh, okay. Yeah, so anyway, I mean, and not only were people stoked like us about that, but, you know, I'm sure a lot of fantasy owners that were trying to make the playoffs this week that had Kyler weren't too juiced either. No. McCoy's a pretty good backup, and it was okay for a second there. Uh, bad decision by the coach before the half there. Oh, okay. Well, the fourth down, which uh, I don't know if you saw the stat pop up. He goes for 51% of the time in his opponent's territory when it's fourth down. Okay. Well, not only was it a bad decision, it was a 409. Mm-hmm. Clean it up. It was 13 to 6 at the time. And there was about a minute left in the half. Could have kicked the field goal and gone up nine. And I don't know if he knows math very well, but that means you're ahead by two scores. Decides to not to go for it, doesn't make it. And then the Patriots come down, kick the field goal. Nice six point difference there. And did you also notice later in the game, Bill had like the fourth and two? And uh, McMichaels is like, analytics says you go for it here. Well, guess what, guys? The guy that's been to the Super Bowl nine times goes, I'm kicking the field goal here. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed that? I've been noticing it all season. Bill kicks the field goals. And that's what I was thinking about. I'm like, some of these coaches, you might want to learn from the best of all time. Yeah. Get the points. Arizona and, and Chargers are probably the most aggressive when it comes to it. But it was Patriots got the ball to start the second half, and it's like, whammo. It's right back in control. Well, saying they're aggressive is the nicest, nice way of saying they might be the most dumb. Yeah. 
I mean, they, they pass up on the points all the time. It's incredible. See Big Mac was kind of getting frustrated again. Dro- he dropped the F-bomb on uh, offensive coordinator Patricia. <laughs> yeah. He, he's just... I think they're slow to get the calls in also, like in the headset. Yeah. He's like, crank up the pace here because I got to make some adjustments at the line. What is it with Patricia and Bill? Because he was the defensive coordinator. And then now he moves over to the offensive quarter. I mean, there's no way the guy knows that much about, you know, both sides of the ball. No, you know, he, he took off and had the Detroit gig there for a couple years. And, and those guys are always welcome back once they get let go from, from trying the head coaching gig. And McDaniels went to the Raiders. So he's like, let's give it a shot here on this side of the ball. Because his son runs the D now. Right. With the, the long payload in the back. <laughs> yeah. The, the mullet cut. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Uh, so, yeah, there was a 409 in that game. And then the biggest 409, ch- ch- clean it up last week, even though I was on the good end of it, is how about the Raiders losing to the Rams when Baker comes in for 48 hours on the squad? Less than that. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. He had the one practice, short practice with them. That might be the most incredible thing of all time that that he was able to win that ball game. I yeah, it kind of speaks to like not, you know, less thinking almost, like just go out there and kind of react and go with what you know here. We have some similar verbiage and audibles and then a positive coach who's like just be you. Let's do this. Well, I mean, I don't I mean, first of all, I got to give him props. He's he's got to be somewhat of a smart guy to like just to even remember what the plays are. Yeah, McVay said he is. He's like, I we worked a lot in the pre-draft stuff, you know, going into his draft of 18. He's like, he's a bright dude. Like he, you know, we, we talked on a flight one time going to Indianapolis for the draft stuff. Okay. We were talking about Lincoln Riley's offense, and um, he really has a great grasp on all that stuff. Yeah, he must. So I actually, I took the Rams that night, plus the seven and a half last Thursday night against the Raiders. And I was taking that because I was like, well, no way Baker's going to be in. And to be honest with you, if Baker was going to be in, I would have gone the other way. And then all of a sudden he comes in like after two plays and I go, whoa. And so <laughs> well, he's juiced. Yeah, he was. And I'm like, wow, this guy's balling. So I went to go see an old friend um, lives down in the, the South Bay of the Bay Area. And so uh, I'm like, hey, is there like a uh, like a, you know, bar sports bar where we can watch Monday night football and hang out Thursday together? night or Thursday night? Sorry. And he's like, yeah. So we went down. So anyway, the game's going on, and I, I wasn't really paying attention to my surroundings at all. And like as the Rams started to ball, I was like, yeah, once they scored a touchdown. And then I'm like, I look at my buddy, and I'm, I'm like, was I the only guy that cheered right there? And he's like, I think so. <laughs> and I looked around the bar, and there was, a, there was a boatload of Raider jerseys on. Oh, yeah. And you know. The, those guys can get a little out of control, the big Raiders fans. <laughs> you got a problem over there, bud? <laughs> yep. So so anyway, I said, well, I, I better watch it here. And so, you know, I, I was keeping it down. And then a little bit later, I heard a, one more Rams fan. I heard this guy cheer after a first down. I go, well, there's one more Rams fan over there. Well, that guy had a bigger mouth than I did. And he kind of looked at the Raiders fan, one of the guys sitting at the bar, Got got like over in his face a little bit, and the Raiders guy didn't like it, mm. and so they started yakking at each other. 
And you could tell the Rams guy bit off a little bit more than he could handle. And he probably had a few more brews than you did, too. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I wasn't even drinking. I had the agua going. <laughs> but those two definitely didn't have the agua going. <laughs> so they were talking to each other, and like people had to, to you know split them up. And so the Rams guy was fine. But the Raiders guy goes, let's take her outside. Especially after the loss. Yep, exactly. He goes, follow me outside after the game. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you saw, but, um, you know, Baker was let go. So he's put on the waiver wire and he, there's the order it had to go in. And the Rams were third. Okay. So they said he was in Charlotte and he went to the airport and was trying to get a jump on things. And he was talking to his agent and didn't know who was going to grab him. But he bought a ticket to L.A just hoping like it was them oh really he was telling like peter king the story i think and so he's like yeah i bought flight insurance in case it wasn't them just <laughs> so i could cancel it but he's like bought the ticket was sitting at the airport in charlotte and we got the call from les sneed i think the rams gm and he's like we picked you up he's like awesome <laughs> so he's like we're gonna try to send you the playbook digitally um he's like okay you know about to get on here so he had to get on he's like, i couldn't download it and the wi-fi wasn't working on the flight, so he's like, I didn't get it till I got till I landed in L.A. Really, so his time with with the plays was very little. Yeah, no, props to him, and plus he's been taking a small amount of shit this season too, so that was pretty sweet. But I mean, dude, the Raiders. So not only do they lose to the Colts because the Colts haven't won since Saturday took over, except for the Raiders, right? Then you have a guy that's been with the squad less than forty eight hours, and you let him drive seventy five yards. And then how about this? The last drive was 98 yards. Yeah. And it was the, how about this? How about this? It was the longest drive, two-minute drive. It was the longest two-minute drive in the last 45 years. 98 yards. Hmm. Ball game. Yeah, the punter put it in a great spot, and then he marched him down. And Baker was like, I don't know why at the end there, they were like press coverage up on the receivers. Right. So there was a bunch of CIU cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Clean it up. Yeah, there was. 409 it. Um, so the other thing that I that I wanted to make sure that we get out to is we've got a hat to give away here. Yep. We'd like to thank Gil Lopez. Gil Lopez, come on down. Shoot an email to score at boltbrady.com. I'll hook you up with the hat, man. Appreciate the reviews and keep those coming, guys. If you're on Apple or wherever you write reviews, write us a review and we'll hook you up with the hat. Yeah, we appreciate that. And then uh, speaking of emails, I got one. Uh, someone someone was asking if I could recommend like another podcast or, or reading material or who to follow. And so it made me start to think, um, you know, there's all this betting content that's out there and you've got to differentiate between, you know, the different sources, right? So some of the guys out there, like, for example, that are on the major networks, like former players and, and coaches, like, are they experts about the game? You know, absolutely. Like the X's and O's, they know those really, really well. But when it comes to like betting, they don't know diddly squat. Uh, in fact, the the Chargers-Dolphins game, uh, I looked at the screen, and every single one of them had the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. I noticed that. There was like nine of them. And that's not even taking the line into consideration. Just picking the winner. Right. They can't even do that at over 50%. So, And then you have others, and of course, we won't you know make names, but I always share that one podcast with you where... This dude's got to be super smart, and he can articulate things really well. 
his knowledge on the players is unbelievable. I mean, he knows the third down or he knows the third string free safety for the Dolphins. He knows, you know, the DVOA for every team out there. But when it comes to picking winners, not happening. Yeah. So, you know, you've got to make sure the content that you're taking in, a lot of it just use for your own knowledge. If you're actually tailing someone's picks, that's a whole different story because then you have people out there that are really good at analytics, but then they don't know shit about football. So you just got to make sure who you're following there. Yep. No, I remember kind of when I was, you know, you've always been into the games. So I would kind of listen more to the radio guys and stuff and driving like early 20s and like a radio guy gives his hot five. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> and it would kind of sway me. And then you get to where you're like, nah, got to think for yourself, too, with the info that you bring in. Well, everyone's been there. I mean, you know, uh, people call those 1-800 lines. I mean, when we were in college, the back of the Playboy magazine was the was the number and the guy's still around today which is incredible i, I need to i need to meet him mm-hmm. um, his name i guess i can share his name huh? it's not a big deal do you know it jim yeah. feist yep jim if you're out there which i know you are when i was in college we got your phone number from the back of playboy magazine I, I think, think you might even got us the W. <laughs> I was going to say, or you owe me a couple months rent because I lost, I lost it. No, Jim wasn't charging that much back then. It was like the 50 bucks. No, but you guys risked it on the oh. games. <laughs> Jim's still toiling around Vegas, probably. No, he is. Yeah. I, he's on, uh, there's this one podcast that I listen to, and they go, and our special guest out in Las Vegas, Jim Feist. So Jimmy's been doing it forever. Yeah, was it you or someone told me how how much it's changed because those guys used to rely on people that would fly in with newspapers from like Chicago or New York and they'd be like, bring me the sports page because they would just comb through it and look for information and injuries and stuff. Yeah, before there was the internet. Yeah. Yeah, this dude was saying like he knew someone that lived or uh, that worked on the airlines. And so when they'd fly in from like Cleveland or New York or whatever, he'd be like, save me those newspapers Mm because I want to read them. Wow. Things have changed a little bit. Just a little. (laughs) Uh, So listen, we got to talk about some of these games from last week because they are incredible. We gave out one of our best bets last week, Broncos plus the nine. Okay. Which which didn't look good early. Oh, did it not look good? Okay, so when Russell Wilson took a made a pass and it got blocked, and then the defense picked it off and ran it into the end zone, it was twenty four to zero. And I think it got to twenty seven. No, I think it was no, I don't know. Anyway, it was twenty four, twenty seven, but my friend from Denver texted me and he said, "Have you? can you remember the last time you saw an offense this bad? And I'm like, you know what? Honestly, I can't. And then I heard a stat that the Detroit Tigers that or Detroit Lions that went 0-16, at this point of the season, they'd actually scored more points than the Broncos. Jeez. So they're historically that bad. And so I start going, it's 24 bagels now. What's the score going to be on this? Is it going to be like 50-0? to zero? And Russ goes... Bolt and his bro have chips on me. Hold on a second. Let's turn this around. <laughs> Final score, KC 34, Bronx 28. Was that any good? Cover. Oh, 
That is unbelievable. When it starts that bad, you're like, this is tough. I mean, there's no way you think you're covering that bad boy. I mean, of course, I was hoping. And I watched the whole game, actually, and it was incredible. I mean, Patty Patty almost cared. I mean, he was playing with his little brothers, and he was like, you know, he was, he was just throwing picks here and there. He's like, it almost matters how many picks I throw here. We're still going to win, but it helped us for the cover. Thank you, Patty. Yep. That was great. And then the Detroiter Boat stuck out race. to me. Oh, racer. Mm-hmm. Did you take Detroit for your circa pick? Yep. Nice play. Yeah, I mean that, you know, there's a reason they were favored, I guess, but they they look their offense is looking really good. Well, and going back like six weeks ago since this streak started, their top ten offense and defense, they're balling. But Last time we uh, gave them out, this time I said, pump the brakes a little bit. Might be a little different. They're traveling into New York. Mm-hmm. And Detroit's actually favored. I don't know about that. Yeah, minus one Detroit. Favored on the road. Now, the reason why I say pump the brakes here is Goff is outside now. He's not inside the dome. Whole new ball game. And those Jets corners, their, their defense is their strong suit. It's going to be a little different. And the weather's going to be a little bit different. Big time. So I'm not saying take one way or the other, but you might want to hold on on the Detroiter here. Did you see the the white for the Jets kept just getting pounded last weekend against Buffalo and the weather, and every time he hit the turf, it just looked like it hurt. Yeah. I mean, I know his, he had to go to get looked at for his ribs, but just every time he went down, he was like cold and ouch. You know who it didn't hurt, though, was Big Josh Al. That guy almost gives a shit. Yeah. I mean, he just plows in there. He's like Taysom. They, those guys just, they don't even care. The only problem is, is when it's your quarterback, you might want them to pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah. You know, we've seen, we've seen it with some of these guys. Like, you will care in five years. So, right. Don't, don't do it too much. Well, unfortunately, right now for the Bills, it's a big part of their offense. Yeah. He's like their best rusher. Yeah. So that's kind of tough. But this week, they play, the, they being the Bills the Miami Dolphins, and is that squad falling down a little bit? Mm-hmm. Two losses in a row. Offense is garb right now. I mean, that's two games in a row. It happened in the Niners. It happened against the Chargers, where the Niners, they had four plays in the first half that were on the other side of the 50 of their opponent. This time, they didn't even get into the opponent's uh, other side of the 50 until the third quarter. I mean, these guys are just getting shut down. And the Chargers had a boatload of injuries on defense. They play the Bills this week. Holy cow. In terrible weather. Yeah. So strong lean on the Bills minus the seven and a half. But are you ready for this one? Let's get the teasers rocking again. Mm. We're going to tease them down to one and a half. Okay. So Bills minus the one and a half. Best bet here. And let's fire this up, okay? Last week, we went, we took the Ravens and, and made them up to nine. They won the ball game straight up. This time, we're doing it against the team that they played against, the Steelers, plus eight and a half against Carolina. Come on. Right. So the Steelers actually probably should have won the ball game against the Ravens. I don't know if you saw that, but Mitch had three picks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they were, and they were all within the opponent's forty yard line. One was on the twenty three, one was on the thirteen, and one was on the forty. So they're like, Mitch, come on, buddy. But this time he gets the whole week of practice. He doesn't just get thrown into the fire. Mitch, I don't know if you can cover it by yourself. We're going to give you the six-point teaser to help you out, buddy. <laughs> We're going to throw you a bone here, Mitch. <laughs> I'm going to call Mitch, go, Mitch, listen, I don't know what you can do, bud, but I'm giving you six points. Let's work with it this week. Mitch versus Darnold. 
Wow, is that showtime? National TV. <laughs> the corner TV is what you mean. Yeah. You go under the to the sports book, they've got every TV up there, and the crappiest game's the one in the corner. <laughs> There's it, like something else is on, like the softball. Like, okay, keep throwing the <laughs> Carolina pit back there. The softball or the dart throwing. <laughs> um, except, you know what? What's funny about that is you and I think that, but there's a boatload of Steelers fans No, out there. I know. So they would still be on one of the big screens. And Carolina handled biz up in Seattle. They sure did. Um, yeah, Seattle. Well, that game this week is a little interesting, isn't it? The Thursday night? Yeah. Niners are coming to Seattle. Yep. Three and a half. Niners minus three and a half. What do you think about that one? Uh, it looks like Purdy's going to give it a go. Oh, yeah. No, he is. He um, is. So, yeah, I, I would, you know, I'd go with the Niners because of their defense. But you know Seattle's going to give it their best effort here because this has the division really on the line here now. Right. Well, you know what? Um I think, well, do you want to talk about another game that would be legit to tease is to make them the nine and a halfer as well. Seattle. Mm-hmm. So why don't, why don't we take the best bet as not only the Steelers in Carolina, but take the, um, take the bills minus the one and a half and Seattle plus the nine and a half. Another one. I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle covers that because listen, how about this? The, the Niners have not been on the road since October. They've had four home games, mm-hmm. and then they had the neutral game in New Mexico or New no. Mexico, Mexico, Mexico City, Mexico City, right? Excuse me. And so, uh, way, way different ball game when Big Purdy goes on the road, for sure. Yeah. Uh, did you see his dad and stuff was was in the crowd? That his was, dad was getting emotional. That was cool. That was super cool. That was badass. I'm sure that there's a you know. Having a couple sons, I could only imagine how badass that would be. Taking down Tom. Tom came home. They said Tom Braid had uh, like 100 tickets for family and friends for the game. I heard that too. And guess what? That didn't go very well. (laughs) No, it wasn't a fun one to watch for them. Uh, And it wasn't a fun one for me to watch either. Because uh, at the end, I started thinking more and more about it. We didn't give it as a best bet or anything, but... I'm like, dude, come on. Tom's coming home. He can't. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to win the ball game, but this is going to be a field goal game, right? Wow. Was that a close ball game? Tom was so pissed. How about this? Tom didn't even shower after the game. He just got on the bus, get the flight out here, and he goes, I'm out. Really? Oh, yeah. Smelling money. Yeah. Well, he goes, listen, I don't want to have to chit chat with the family and friends right now when we just got our ass kicked. Did uh, there was there was a guy that picked him off? It was like a backup, I think D something. Do you see? He brought the balls up to him afterwards and asked for the signature. Sure, he did. And he he just wanted to say like, "What's up?" You know, hey, good game. And Tom was being nice. Wow. And then I guess he must have said something on the, the sidelines before he did it. Because Fred Warner, the linebacker, walked up and said, did you get the autograph yet? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, Tom, I was going to hit you up for it. Tom's like, no problem. Wow. Uh, so he picked him off, and then Tom signed it for him. That's that's pretty nice of Big Tom. For sure. I think, I don't know what I would have felt like if someone's like, dude, we just whooped your ass. Here's the ball that you threw a pick. Can you sign it? Yeah. Jeepers. Well, what do you think? So Tom has Cincinnati coming to town. And we've got, well, this isn't, there's three Saturday games this weekend, which is sweet. Yeah, it is sweet. FYI, yep, there are Saturday games this week. Bills, Bills, Dolphins, another one of them. This, uh, is, this is a Sunday game. Um, it's Cincinnati minus three and a half at Tampa. Stay away. Really? I mean, but I'll tell you one thing. I'm not taking Tom. No, I, I think I think they'll limp into the playoffs cause, and win their division. 
and then you still have the home game. Like they, they'll still be dangerous if they can heal up a little bit. Uh, they're just they're tough to take against these better teams. Well, no, listen. I think everyone's waiting for it to happen, and it's not happening. I mean, they might not win the division. They got big Carolina on their heels now. <laughs> With Sam Darnold's on their heels. <laughs> Dude, I'm listen, I'm telling you. So how about this? The the Buccaneers team total, okay, their team, like how many points their offense is gonna score, it's only gone over one time this season. One time in fourteen games. Yeah, their offense is not humming. Ugh. It is, you know, if Tom doesn't get time, it's not pretty. And he doesn't have it. Like when he's like, you know, trying to maneuver around, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not good looking. Yeah, it was like his left guard last week had had, he had like 35 holding penalties on the season. <laughs> no way. Yeah, it was like he's almost at like three a game. Oh, my Lord. So they go, there's 30 yards of penalties right there off your one guy. You can't find someone to fill in for that guy? No, I'm sure he's filling in for someone. Well, yeah, he's filling in for like two guys. But I'm like, come on, let's find someone. So I would take Cincy here. I mean, they're, they're, their offense is starting to look good. They're, they're on two different paths here. Well, I do think Cincinnati, I was thinking, I'm like, wow, is this team slightly underrated? Like against the spread and straight up. And they've been unreal going back to last season. And no one talks about them, and I guess that's co- because they come from the smaller market, like we talk about. Well, people they people love Burrow. They hype him up. No, and chase of course. Him yeah, Johnny, be good, Burrow. Yeah, they of course, but they don't talk about like them being a good team. You know, like a solid team. Um, it's going to be interesting in their division since Lamar's hurt now. Um, that's another game where. The Ravens travel into Cleveland, and Cleveland's favored right now. And I'm like, okay, is that because the third-string quarterback's playing for the Raves? Because then I would agree with you, because the gentleman's name eludes me right now. But he's a rookie, and I'm like, okay, I could see that. But, dude, if you have Huntley again going in there, I'll take the points with the Raves. Yeah, Deshaun's still kind of working off the cobwebs here. Well, dude, I mean, I told you, bud. You you and your fantasy partner were picking him up thinking he was going to be showtime. <laughs> <laughs> he could be the parachute, you don't know. Yeah, and uh you know, I guess, you know, sometimes you have to take those flyers, but uh he's flown, he's gone. That is a Saturday game. So that's that's one that everyone can kinda have their eyeballs on and, and see what they got. It's Saturday at one thirty. Okay. Yeah, I mean he's I mean you know, dude, he hasn't played in seven hundred days, you know. I mean he's only had two games. He's not gonna be that great. Right. What else is sticking out for you this weekend? Well, you know, sometimes we like to look for those situational spots, right? And I think I got one here for us. So the Eagles have been poo-pooing on people. I mean, it's been close ball games. Buzzsaw. Yeah, their last two games they've won 35 to 10 and 48 to 22. They go Giants. So much for you being in our division. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now they travel into big Chicago, the Bears. The Bears are coming off the bye, and the Bears hang around. I mean, this might be the second time this season that I'm taking them, which is incredible, but they're getting plus nine, and the reason why is the Eagles are slightly, slightly sandwiched in between two big games here. They had the Giants, and now, next week, they have the Cowboys, Mm -hmm. and that's probably for the division. And I think they're probably looking forward to the Cowboys a little, little too much. They're going to probably win the ball game against the Bears, but I'll take the nine. That's a lot. That is a lot. 
Uh, you know, people, they like what Philly's doing, but it seems like everyone out there is like, you know, I like what I'm seeing. I just think they're not going to kind of get all the way through. That That's probably kind of pissing them off, too. Yeah, it's pissing Jalen off. I mean, that's basically saying Jalen can't do it. Uh-huh. I mean, the guy's dominating people. But what's interesting about the Cowboys is uh, this week, before the game's tipped off, I, I text one of our buddies. I'm like, you know what game I like? Because the line just got too high. 16 and a half, it was probably a stay away for me. But as soon as the Texans got up to the 17 and a half against the Cowboys last week, I go, sign me up. And our friend texts back. He goes, well, the Cowboys are averaging 37 points a game since Dak came back. And I go, well, hold on. Hold on real quick here. That's counting the 33 points they scored in the fourth quarter against the Colts. And Dak didn't have diddly squat to do with that. Yeah, those were defensive points, a lot of them. You know, so that's why you got to watch those stats. They slightly can skew them to, you know, to spin a story. So anyway, Bears, Fields, let's get rocking, buddy. Plus (laughs) Niner. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm with it. And that will be a good one to see Dallas and Philly, too, square off. Oh, yeah. I see. You're thinking that, and so are they. They're not even thinking about the Bears, but we are. Well, Jalen is doing a good job of not being complacent. You know, he's he's here to handle business. Dude, he, I don't think he's ever going to get complacent after what happened to him in Alabama. Yeah, I think he's the odds-on favorite now. He he slipped ahead of Patrick for the MVP award too. Yeah, and and they were saying that those three picks probably cost Patrick maybe the MVP because at the end of the day, when they look at stats, they actually or they actually gander at that, and they're like, "Whoa, Patty's got eleven picks this year." Yeah, so. we'll see. There's some big spots to come. I mean, if Jalen kind of poops the bed against the Cowboys, then that's going to be in people's minds also. Sure, sure, sure. Anyone else sticking out to you? I got one more here. So uh, we liked the Chargers last week. Well, this week the Titans are coming into town. They're slightly banged up. I mean, they're so hurt. And so, you know, the idea is just like we said with before, with with the stock market, you want to get on teams when they're still a little low and you want to sell when they're high. Well, the Chargers, they're still a little low. Mike Williams is back. So is Keenan. They're two starting wide receivers. They didn't even have Bosa or Derwin James, arguably their two best defensive players last time against Miami, and they still rocked them. I like them minus the three against the Titans. I mean, the Titans just got waxed by the Jags on their home field. And how about this? The yardage in the third quarter of that game, the Jags, 146 yards. Titans, minus one. Are they slightly one-dimensional team with Derek running the ball? Yeah, they're they're going the wrong direction, one. But they're, they're a tough watch because they're not very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not very exciting because it's handoff and a cloud of dust two, two yards later. Yeah, I mean, the GM just got sent packing. So they're, they're going to make a quarterback change in the offseason because, you know, Henry's getting up there anyway. So you hear Aaron Rodgers or a couple people kind of sprinkled on an offseason move here. We'll have to see, but I'm with you. I'll go with the Chargers at home there. And, I mean, also the Titans got rid of the, one of the best receivers in the NFL, A.J. Brown. Well, and then he crapped on him, so that was the next day when the, the GM got, <laughs> yeah. see you later. He goes, hey, they go, hey, GM, nice play there, bud. <laughs> A.J. just pooped down our leg right there, mm-hmm. buddy. <laughs> yeah. I had one other one here. I, I, like, uh, I like the Minnesota Vikings for the bounce back at home here. 
Yeah. Um, what's the line and who do they play? Minus four. Colts are coming to town. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I like that, too. That that almost made my sheet there. I'm, I'm sure it'll probably make my circa. I, I totally agree with you there. That's our weekend kickoff. It's Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific. Is that any good? So Saturday and Sunday? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of nice when the bowl games haven't started and we get this the NFL here Saturday, Sunday. Get the chips and salsa ready. Mm-hmm. I love the chips and salsa. Okay. You want to recap the NFL here? Yes, I will. Here we go. The teaser. There's two of them. Steelers plus eight and a half and the Bills minus one and a half. And then also I like, uh, oh, shoot, I didn't write it down here. Who was my other one? We were talking through it. It was Bills minus one and a half. Oh. Was the pit? No, I, I had the pit. It was. Uh, it wasn't the Ravens. Here, hold on. I'll talk through the other ones and I'll come back to that one. And then I have the Chargers minus the three against the Titans. The Titans were rolling there for a little while. Now they've come back to reality. And then Justin Fields plus the nine at the Eagles. Eagles are balling, but they're going to be looking ahead towards the Cowboys. And the last one was. Hold on here real quick. The Cowboys going to Jacksonville should be interesting, too. Minus four and a half. Is that who they play? They're at Jacksonville, yep. Um, Gosh, I can't see it here, but I did just see one that... Oh, I know what it was. The Seahawks plus the nine and a halfer against the nines. Mm. Yeah, come on. And there's another one. I'm not going to put this down, but, dude, can Green Bay win by one point if you tease them against the Rams? The Seahawks without K-9 could be a problem, though. Geno's needs to hold on for what he can grasp at here. No, I get it. But the over-under is 43-and-a-half. That's typically when you like to tease games, too. Why don't I talk about that real quick? When you tease games, you you don't want to tease games that have over-unders of like 50, 52, because they're thinking a lot of scoring is going to happen. But you sure like those six extra points when there's a low over-under. So Chargers minus three, Bears plus nine, Steelers plus eight and a half, Bills minus one and a half for the T's, Bills minus one and a half, Seahawks plus nine and a half. If that went too fast, you can always slow it down and rewind. <laughs> <laughs> that was humming there. <laughs> we might get some emails for the recap. Okay, don't forget Twitter and Instagram. It's at Bolt Brady Picks. We also post things on there and keep you updated. Keep the reviews coming at Apple Podcasts, wherever you write them. We appreciate them, and we'll hook you up with the hats. That's going to do it for week 15. Court, have fun in Tahoe. See ya.